is still freezing cold, but we are expected to go above freezing sometime early this afternoon. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this? Um, I don't know just because the weather has been so iffy all week mm -hmm. and it could change within the next, we don't even know. I mean, it's changed so many times, right? I mean, I, I'm hoping that it starts to warm up a little bit, but uh, it still feels pretty, it still feels cold. It does. <laughs> <Just> cold. <laughs> so, I mean, even if, and also, even if we are above freezing, I've noticed that um, that doesn't necessarily mean that Portland is out of the woods yet with the cold and the wind and uh -huh. uh, the ice uh -huh. too, because there's still probably going to be some ice on the ground that hasn't melted yet. Um, it's just been a crazy week so far. Another thought that came into my mind late last night was typically in Portland we'll have, well, sometimes we won't even have one bad week of snow, but, you know, with climate change, that's becoming more of a thing. Oh, geez. And the question that came to my mind is, are we sure this is the last major weather event of this winter? I don't know, because it's so uh, unpredictable in Portland when it comes to snow, right? Uh, and also, I think the reason why we had a storm yet uh, last year and this year is because we were affected by storms from other states. Mm -hmm. uh, my sister was supposed to go to Hawaii around Christmas time last last year. Meaning 2023? No, not 2023, 2022. Okay. She was supposed to go to Hawaii, or I'm sorry, she was supposed to go to Washington in 2022 but because of the storms uh in other states that uh flights were canceled and then you know this whole like southwest thing happened um so that was not good for her and then we uh got a, a big storm in the beginning of last year right so a lot of it i think has to do with what's going on in other states it could because sometimes it doesn't even hit us but it just hits the east coast or the South, or the Midwest, but sometimes it does hit us, and it hit us this year. So, I think I think a, a lot of it depends on how um, storms are being, how this how storms are affecting other states too. I would tell you this: when you were in the shower, I started watching Counterpoints, which is the spinoff to Breaking Points, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not as good. I really. Even though I disagree with her on politics, I think that Emily Krasinski lady is a relatively good broadcaster. Mm -hmm. But anyways, they opened their show this morning with saying how it was cold there. Where are they? They're in Washington. Washington State? Washington, D.C. Oh, D.C. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm sure it is cold over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just hope this is the last major weather thing. And then summer's probably going to be weird. <sighs> I don't think we should be thinking ahead okay. yet. And I think that you're getting into your own head. So uh, you should, you should stop I've done it. it once or twice before. You stop it. Okay. Yeah, it's there's. I don't think we need to think ahead right now because we can't predict the weather from day to day. No. We also can't predict the weather from season to season. So I, I don't think uh, we need to worry about it as much as you think we do. Okay. And sometimes you get into your own head. So I know, babe. You gotta stop it I now. I hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. There was some freezing rain last night. It was coming down pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
the one good thing is they say it's going to rain probably mm-hmm. this afternoon, which doesn't sound like, well, why do we need rain? But if it's above freezing, that'll help get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. I feel like Jay How do you know I was going to say that? Because you do all the time. I don't know Bubs. about that, babes. But yeah. you do all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that Portland Public Schools is still closed today. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. And probably the the bus companies, uh, the bus company that picks up the the kids, and even TriMet. I don't think Max is running yet, and it's been out since I think Saturday. And they said that a lot of bus routes are either canceled or, or diverted today. So, yeah, and I thing. and I understand because last year it was such a disaster with mm-hmm. TriMet and. Um, you know, people were on the bus for a long time and they weren't prepared with, um, uh, some buses were not prepared with chains and tires and people were just stuck on the road. I think there's some cars that were stuck on the road. It was just a a total disaster. We really lucked out compared to some people. We did. And by some, I mean a lot of people here in Portland. Yes, I I think that um, we handled it a lot better this year, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately there were people that did die because they were out in the cold for too long and and you know when when we when we experience cold weather like we experienced this weekend, it's just not safe to be out there. I wasn't even thinking of that. I was my mind went to all the people who lost power this weekend. No, 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 no. I get that. No, I understand that too, and I was gonna say that as well. Yeah, yeah, we did. We really did. Because some people have been out of power for probably um, Since almost Saturday. a week. Yeah. 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 Uh, my teacher was only out of power for like uh, like 30 seconds at the most. And all the burst pipes, apparently more uh, burst yesterday. One at Pioneer Square, another one at the airport. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which, that's crazy that it would happen there. I know. I know. Um. And a lot of flights were canceled, not because of the burst pipes, I don't think, but just because of the craziness of, yeah. you know, everything that's chill. going on now. Yeah. Yeah, the wind chill. And the probably wind not being was... able to land. Yeah, the wind chill was crazy. Like, or take off. I, huh? Or take off. Or take off, yeah. Yeah, because um, our planes are really affected by heavy winds and storms. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, we both don't like turbulence. No, I don't think most people like it. No. <laughs> And anyone who says that they like tur- turbulence is a crazy person. Well, I'm sure there's some Maybe people who do, but it's few and far between. Few and far between. I don't know anyone who does. When I was coming into um, into uh, Austin, Texas, because we had to we had to get off of there because our plane was overheating, which was really really scary. Um, uh, we did uh, have uh, some turbulence. We also had turbulence on the way to St. Louis the first time I went to St. Mm-hmm. Louis. And that was not fun. I was talking to my bud last night. Mm. One of my buds. Oh, my goodness. Old people say that term more than younger people, I think. Well, well, well younger people say buddy. I know. Um, Older people also say buddy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But I don't know of anyone who, who says that I was talking to my bud. <laughs> I just wanted to get a reaction from you. But I was talking to one of my friends last night. <laughs> and we were discussing, you know, him and I haven't talked since I got back from Hawaii. So he was interested in stuff. And we started discussing that incident with the plane, mm-hmm. you know, and how they grounded all these planes. And 
apparently there was some crash in like China in 2018. Uh-huh. And it was the same type of plane, but their uh, communication system wasn't working. So I guess these two planes collided with each other. I didn't get all the details. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. This country's falling apart, babes. In more ways than one. Yeah, it really is. In, in more ways than one, and, and a, a big part of it is le- leadership and uh, security as far as uh, securing people at airports and and things like that. But the TSA, I, I mean, the... I mean, I can I can say so many things about how the TSA has been handling things when it comes to flights and. But I it's that. But I also think people now are kind of discouraged in the idea of taking pride in their work. We're we're giving these messages that it doesn't really matter. So, like, if you're an artist, well, it's great that you make great art, but now almost everything is free, right? So how are you going to make a living at that? And there's so much art now that it's kind of like, okay, you did this cool thing next, right? Um, and what, do you mean, what are you talking about? Everything is free. Art? You don't think that music is free or TV shows? No, no, no. Or... no, I, no I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, that that. I, I guess I get your point. Um, so they have to come out with, you know, artists have to come out with a bunch of things, new things. Right, but it's also the market is oversaturated. So there's that. Um, I've known teachers who say that it's hard to get kids motivated now because of all the technology. But it's, it just feels like every field in America, all these jobs are being outsourced. It's like people are being taught not to f- take pride in their work. And I think that's kind of dangerous for us. And we're starting to see the results of that. Well, part of it is because they're... Uh... And, and, and I mean, I, it's easy to blame the shutdowns, right? Because a lot of people were, were laid off during that time. Yeah, it was going uh, on before them. Right? It was going on before then. But there are, um, there are men, there are young men that are discouraged from um, taking any kind of leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Um, there are men that are discouraged from working or they decide that they can't pay the bill so they move back in with mommy and daddy and what happens oh, they decide mommy. they decide uh, that they don't want to work because well why should they because their their mothers are doing their laundry and they're cooking their meals and their fathers are giving them money to um, use the car um, and so young and, and I'm not saying that all young men are like this but there are some young men that that don't want to um, provide for himself or, um, a wife or, or a wife and kids. It's, 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 it's very sad. Uh, I think part of it is a part of it is, um, the motivation of the motivation of men. Well, I think part of it, but that's an easy out for conservatives to say that the person is I'm just mo- saying, well, but, uh, okay, this you, is not trying to be political. Right. But uh, I, you gotta let me talk to you. Uh, I have. Okay. But I'm responding to what you said now. Okay. I think it's very easy to just say that's a simplistic answer to say it's it's all the motivation of men. Well, part of it too is these companies moving overseas or downsizing too, and the message that gets sent across is, well, why would I have pride in the company I work for if I can just be out of a job like that because of some you know corporate decision? No, I understand that too. Companies need to stay here. There mm-hmm. are, there are so many companies that are being taken to China or Mexico, we, we need uh, made-in-America companies. Yeah, it's like 
decades ago, and I know you're not a Michael Moore fan, but when you, this, I think this is the 35th anniversary, not today, but the year of the release of Roger and Me. People were saying that outside of the Midwest, that Michael Moore was crazy and that he didn't know what he was talking about and that moving factories overseas wasn't going to be as big of a problem as it was. And obviously it would have, it would have been happening before Roger and me, mm -hmm. but things kind of started to ramp up in the nineties. So it's, it, it is interesting to look at that film now and see what it says about the destruction of our way of life. But you've never seen the film. No. You know the basic premise, right? You told me about it many times. Okay. Yeah. That might be one, not tonight, but that we need to watch in the near future. Well, and then we can go on and on about the um, the housing crisis. Yep. Uh, where, where China has bought a lot of housing absolutely um and that's a huge huge problem w one of the things that we definitely need to think about is finding a way to uh gain our independence away from china because we keep on depending on china for everything right medical um medicines medical things uh children get their toys from china um half of our stuff is half built of there. our stuff is built there we we one of the problems why our um as to why our companies are going overseas is is china um china has been taking our companies and we have to somehow find a way to get away from them yeah but we've been letting them do that like there's ways to stop it yeah but there are there are there are people that are waking up and saying we have to we have to do something about china because they want to take over not just our country but the entire world yeah they are um uh, yeah it's it's not good it isn't babes. it's not good no. and then you've got i mean you've got a bunch of celebrities that are you know in the nfl and not everybody's doing this and it isn't just the nfl but they are um they're being paid by China. Really? Yes, they are. Companies are being paid by I mean the NFL is being paid by China. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I knew the NBA was though, but not the NFL. But it doesn't no, surprise no, me. No, no, I mean they, these celebrities are bowing to China and if they don't bow to China, they're not gonna be they're not gonna be paid. Yeah, and it's not just the celebrities, it's also the people running these organizations too. Exactly. And they're probably causing the celebrities. Like it's easy and I, I'm not saying that you're doing this. We all do it to blame celebrities for taking a knee to China. But the only reason they're doing it is because the people who pay them make them take the knee. I guess. Yeah. It's part of it. It. I mean, the whole thing is a big mess. It is. But anyway, it's um enough of that. Yeah. It's it's still cold. Uh, the the weather has been very very iffy this week, and yeah. I'm. Guessing that by this weekend, though, everything is going to start to um, really, really clear up. They're saying by by tomorrow, things are going to start to get nice. Oh, well. So, not nice like in the 70s, but no, in the not. high 40s, I guess. Of course not. Yeah, it's it's going to be on the way to being nice. Exactly. Nicer. Nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I hope kids got to play in the snow this week and they didn't freeze to death. <laughs> They probably weren't be they they probably wouldn't have been able to because of how cold it is. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's one thing if if the weather is in the the thirties, right? Yeah, and you can still play in the snow, and it's like only there for a couple of days. But if we're in the teens, 
It was so, I can't believe how cold it was on Saturday. I know. I mean, and the winds were just like, it was just, it was crazy. But we survived. We did, and my windows didn't crack. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you told me about your your uh, window and your old apartment cracking, I'm like, oh. That's but that good. was literally decades ago. I know. And that was a rare situation. So I wouldn't be that concerned about that. I'd be more concerned about cracked pipes and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't necessarily need to have your, your pipes, um, I mean, your water on, but as long as your house is is nice and uh, warm. Insulated. Yep. As long as your house is nice and insulated in it and the temperature is warm, then you should be fine. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good. Yeah, and I've been reading cookbooks, all that stuff. Cool. Yeah. Cookbooky. Yeah, I want to get better cooking this year. and I want to do so many things this year, but we'll see what happens. I might just end up, you know, crying that we lost democracy in November. But I mean, either way, we lose democracy, right? Because okay, yes, Trump's really bad. I get that, Trump's and not he will bad. destroy democracy. But but with the way, but let me let me just clear something up here. When they say that Trump will destroy democracy, it's because they think that he's going to destroy their democracy and everybody else. Um, <laughs> they have a very different definition of what okay. democracy is. He's stacking the courts. Uh, he's only surrounded. Oh, ha, babes! Is he stacking the courts? Huh? Is he? Is he stacking the courts? What do you mean? Is he stacking? I mean, the courts? he's appointing people to serve out a certain agenda, and I'm not saying that other politicians don't do it. But Trump it gets more. Hold let's, on, let's you gotta let me talk. Uh, shh, shh, an adult is talking. It, babes, talk. You didn't even let me finish my sentence. Oh, uh, well, you were being rude. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I was saying. You said Shh, an adult. No, is talking. but yes, because I was trying to talk earlier. You interrupted me. I tried to make a point. And you interrupted me again, and you don't like when I do that. Mm. Okay, what I was trying to say. Yeah, he's stack. I, I, I'm not going to make a big deal about this. He's stacking the courts. He's making people doubt the validity of elections, and he's surrounding himself by yes men. So yes, Trump will end democracy, but I'm not sure that Biden's going to protect it either. He won't end democracy, and let me tell you why. Because his own democracy is being attacked. His own free speech is being attacked. Uh, people have been wanting to get him off of the ballot for um, ever since he was running in 2016. There is truth to that. And the stuff that they think they have on him, there's no validation because they still don't have any evidence. Uh, in fact, um, a big... A big example of that is Fannie Willis because now she's in hot water and she is only, I believe she's only profiting off of this because she wants to subpoena um, 18 other people besides him, but yet they keep on moving this trial and we don't even know when it's going to happen. Um, the New York trial is a sham. It's completely ridiculous. Um, Th this this whole this whole thing that's going on with President Trump could happen to anybody. Wait a second. This whole hold on, I'm not done. This whole thing that's happening to Trump doesn't just affect Donald Trump, but it affects anybody who wants to run. And and now the Supreme Court is taking on the Colorado case because um, because Jenna Griswold is so bent on having him off of the ballot. Well. I wouldn't even worry about that. Um, the Supreme Court is going to side with Trump on 
Colorado. I know, do I think they should? I I don't know. I don't think they should, but they will. Um, so I, I don't even consider that like a real thing. Because, yes, it is a real thing. No, but the Supreme Court is not going to side with Colorado. They're going to side with Trump because they're they're Trump people, right? They're not so, all Trump people. But enough of them are to where they're going to side with Trump. Well, it's it has nothing to do with siding with Trump. It has everything to do with what is what is involved in the Constitution. And if this is not constitutionally... Um, if this if this is against our constitution, then of course they're going to have to look at all of that. And um, if he isn't guilty of an insurrection, if he wasn't found guilty yet, because they've been trying to um, they've been trying to uh, prove him guilty without him having any due process, then that's going to be a big problem for them. Okay, so the New York thing is not overblown, and yes, it is overblown. It's uh, been overblown. How do you know? Letitia James does not have any merit. The only reason why she's going after Trump is because she doesn't like his Give politics. Me a kiss. And let me tell you something. Give me a kiss. No, me a kiss. let me finish this. Okay. And maybe I'll kiss you. You will. No. Let me, you know? and, what? No. Maybe not. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I'm talking about the business case. That too. That's being overblown as well. Have you ever wondered, babes? No. <laughs> Hey, yo, hey, and yo, I wasn't hey. even finished with my point okay, yet. Okay, give me a kiss. No. <laughs> All right, make your little point. My little point? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh you. now you're just going to discount my points. No, I said make your little you're point. Gonna call, you're going to no. call them little points? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> ow. Ow, ow. What happened? Ow, ow. That was my thumb. Oh, my goodness. Ow. I thought that was like a. No, that was my thumb, Bubs. Oh, that's right, babes. You thought what? You thought it was. I thought that was like a, like a headphone thing. I thought. No, I well, that my headphones were there, but my thumb was closer to you. Oh, sorry, babes. Ugh. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say now? See, now you interrupted my thought. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Bubs. <laughs> Give me a kiss. No. No. Yeah. Why not? No. Why not? Well, if you're going to discount my point and just think it's no, valid no, I, by calling them no, little no, points. No, no, you make me laugh. I when really you talk do. About Trump. Yeah, when you talk about Trump, it's 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 funny in a disturbing way. It's not disturbing. All right, give me a kiss. All right, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss, honey. You need a kiss, honey. No. Yeah, you do. Because you're upset. You're worked up. Because somebody interrupted your point. I don't know who that is. That was you. Oh, okay. We're, we're not going to speculate the only, on that. Babes, no. we're not going to speculate on that now. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is no... Bubs. Give me a kiss. Bubs. Anyone who hears this recording will okay, know it was you. Okay, honey. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Give me a kiss. They, I might have altered it. Give me a kiss. Altered what? I don't know. <laughs> it um, is interesting, though, babes. Mm. Like... You know me. I don't. I hate Joe Biden, right? He's such a, you don't even know the guy. Well, I know that he's a complete egomaniac. He's been that way for a long time. He has been that. I think anybody who goes into politics is. But you know, I mean, I I am not going to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not going to vote for Trump either. But at the same point, there's nobody who I'm as passionate about in we politics. We talked about this. Like, over and over again. Okay. I don't think we need to go over this again. Okay. I just don't get why Trump people are so loyal to him. But we we can drop it. 
I've explained it to you over yes. and over again. Yes, because he's was. Ah! <laughs> Enough! Well, somebody's got to keep you in line, bubs. I'm the same babe. And it certainly isn't going to be your mother. Well, she's dead, babe. I know she is. <laughs> I'm making fun of me dead mom. No, I'm not, I'm not making fun of her. I don't know her. I'm making fun of a dead portion. You look at me. <laughs> Bubs, where's your noise? All right, give me a kiss. <laughs> no, give me a kiss. Noise. Hey! Give me a kiss. Somebody's got to keep you in line, and it's not your dead grandma who is under the butt. Bubs! All right, give me a kiss, then. Oh, you're being a butthead. Oh, my goodness. I love you, babes. Bubs, I love you, but you're a strange girl. I love my strange girl. Uh, <laughs> my... Don't, 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 okay. even, don't even finish that sentence. Okay, okay, okay. I we know you We can move on. Babes. Don't even finish that uh, Okay, sentence. we can move on, honey. Oh, my goodness. Now, to sound like a broken record, when are we going to do the news exchange? Who knows? I don't. Okay. Well, you know, it's up to you. I know it is. I'm willing to do it anytime. I'm sure you are. I sure you are, Bob. I don't want to the truth. Bob! All right, all right. Let's move on, babes. But anyways... It's going to be a freaky year between losing democracy and, you know, the weather going to crap and all that stuff. But we still have a, a semblance of democracy until the end of this year. So let's enjoy it while we can, folks. Hey, ow, what? Let's <laughs> over that already. <laughs> Bob, get away. Nobody likes democracy, Bob. No, I never said that. Okay, now you're just, okay, okay, you're going to get it later. I heard that Amy Goodman says she's changing the name of Democracy Now to Democracy Then. Depression Now. Oh my goodness, that was a joke, by the such, way. It's such a depressing show. Oh my goodness. Well, even you would agree with me. Yeah, but it's informative. Is it? I think so. It seems very one-sided. Uh-oh. But anywho, let's, let's segue into something else, yo. Yeah, there is a Hawaii story that I don't think you know about. Oh, over there? I was over there, yeah. Well. So we were talking on the phone, I believe the Sunday before I came back, right? Mm -hmm. You might not. I don't think you do, though. And yeah. I get off the phone with you, mm -hmm. and I have this duffel bag with my stuff in it. Yeah. So I put my hand in it because I'm trying to find, Um, I, I think it was toothpaste. Uh-huh. And my razor, for some reason, the top had fallen off of it. Yeah. So I slit my finger. Did <gasps> no, I tell you that? No, no. Was it really bad? It was ble It wasn't like I was going to die. It was, but it was a pretty bad cut. You can kind of feel it here. If you feel right here. Oh, where? On your... Uh... On the tip of my finger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... I go upstairs because where we were staying was kind of like downstairs. Yeah. I head upstairs and I say, hey, uh, does anybody have a Band-Aid? And my sister immediately said, oh, did you get a paper cut? And I didn't have the heart to tell her. So I was like, yeah, I got a really bad paper cut. Why didn't you tell her it was a razor? I didn't want to do that. Why? It's true. Okay. So it, it wasn't like you wouldn't, you know, it wasn't like... You would look like a total dork if you cut yourself with the top of your or the missing top of your razor. I know. I just don't want to go into it, babes. So the blade was missing. Is that what you mean? No, the top covering it was off. Oh. It had fallen off somehow. Oh, okay, okay. Cause... And I don't know how. Okay. Because I'm very mindful about putting that back on. I know. I, I do too. Yes. Um, 
when I'm traveling. It was just a razor cut. I know. <laughs> What's the problem with that? Uh, yeah. But people get cut with razors all the time. I know, honey. I know. I know. I'm just telling you a story, babes. Okay. Well, that's an interesting story. Thank you, babes. Yeah. I'm sorry that... Well, I'm guessing it's healing by now. It is healing by now, babes. You just felt it. I did. It, it's, it's good. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like getting cut like on the tips of my fingers because it does take a while for it to heal. I mean, if I was a cutter, I'd probably be like super happy about it, but I'm not. So I was really... I don't know if they would be super happy. I mean, they're just looking for something to take away the emotional pain of something. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I don't... I mean, maybe it was a thing, but I don't remember knowing anybody who was in the cutting until like 2007. Yeah, I knew someone who was. Before then? Yes. When did you first become familiar with this community? No, no, it wasn't a community. It was one person. Okay, but there's a whole cutter community out there, apparently. I didn't know that there was a cutter community, but I understand that there are teenage girls that do cut themselves. Yeah. Um, I knew someone who did, but she was like severely depressed. When was this? Uh, this was in, uh, 1998 I met this person. Oh, wow. So she's old school then. Yeah. What do you mean she's old school? I mean, she's been doing it for a long time. I don't know when she started, but she's had some other issues. I mean, she was, uh, very promiscuous and, uh, she has admitted to me, I have not been around when she's cut herself, but she's shown, she showed me one time where she cut her arm and it was wow. like a pretty good size cut. It wasn't a fresh one. By yeah. The way. I remember the first time I met somebody who was into that and I thought, this is really weird. It is. But from what I understand, the reason why they cut themselves physically is because emotionally they're so, they're so much in pain that they would rather feel physical pain and emotional pain okay that's what it sounds like to me which is really disturbing that is really disturbing and, and, and really sick and twisted but now they can like talk to each other and they have a whole thing going on so is it is it still a big thing babes i would imagine it is for some people i mm. mean you know some depressed people will take pills or drugs um you know um, illicit drugs or drink and some people will cut themselves yeah at but least I've, at least if you take the drugs you get a high you know, I don't know. Yeah, but even then, it really messes with your brain, too. Bubs. It could, potentially. So let me ask you a question. Does. Let me ask you a question, babes. What? If you if you had to, gun to your head. and oh, some, I can't believe you're asking me this. Hold on, babes. <laughs> gun to your head and somebody says, you can either get into cutting yourself or you can get into drinking. Uh, you Why know, would alcohol. I do any of those things? Gun, there's a gun to your head. Bubs, I'm not answering that question. You're putting me in a very weird situation. Me and my nephew, when I was there, yeah. we played the Would You Rather game. And I love that he's in No, we didn't go dark like this because, you yeah, know, he's a little kid. Yeah. But we did play the Would You Rather game, which I think is really fun to play just because it makes you think about things. Oh. So, Would You Rather. No. Let me rephrase it. There's not a gun in your head, but God comes to you. And then he says, Would you rather uh, get into cutting yourself or start drinking heavily? Bubs, I cannot answer that question. Okay. Why would God ask me that? I don't know. Bubs, you have a sick and twisted mind. I don't. I don't like playing the Would You Rather game with, with you because you always ask me the darkest things and I have to choose between two dark situations. Well, that's what it is in life. Uh, 
Why? I don't know, babe. The how my brain works. Uh, yeah, yeah, your your brain's kind of weird. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if these cutters like doing their thing, then it ain't for me. But I don't know of any like really old cutters. So. I think it's very disturbing that there are um, anorexic websites to encourage uh, women to get very very thin. I've I've been hearing about them for a long time. Yeah, I think it's really destructive, and I and I also um, wonder if uh, you know who who are really in charge of these websites because they're they're basically encouraging these these young women to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think now. Um, yeah, there's like a I think there's like anorexic communities online. There may even be some bulimic communities which is even more that's really disturbing wow um i would i wouldn't be surprised shout out to my vomit hotties oh jeez sorry keep going gloves no (laughs) i don't understand you sometimes what do you mean you're making light of a very serious uh disease what's that thing lou grant says in that episode about chuckles the clown i know i'm gonna misquote it but something to the effect of we make light of death because we know that one day it's going to have the last laugh on us. I think it was something like that. Yeah. So maybe that's why I do it, babes. I'm the jester, babes, with the heart of gold. Are you? Yeah. Babes. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Were you checking what? your phone? No, no, I'm just, uh, I think I um, accidentally touched it, so I was trying to get out of whatever it was. Okay, got you. Got no, you. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to call anybody. It would be rude. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you're cutting, and if you're bulimic, and if you're both, and if you like throwing up, uh, you know, don't go to websites that encourage that type of stuff. And, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if there are bulimic websites, but it wouldn't surprise me, but the anorexic ones are, like, horrible horrible stuff yeah it is pretty odd to perpetuate that stuff but you know people are doing their own thing i guess i don't know i'm a free speech i am a freedom person so even though it's not my thing i would never run a website like that not never if there's probably some extreme situations but put it to you this way i cannot see me doing well in life and wanting to run a website like that but at the same yeah. point, people do have their freedom to do their own thing, even they if do. I think it's disgusting. They they do, but they also abuse it too. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, like when I told you about those those two uh, teenage guys that were um, allowing gossip on their website um, about these girls they didn't even know, mm-hmm. and uh, and some of them, uh, some of these girls are so affected that they lost all their friends. Yeah, and that happens on Facebook too. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. But I mean, back in the 90s, you could start a website and they could start rumors about girls at a certain high school or guys at a certain high school. And it's just it's just really horrible. Like people people just are so some people are just really, really rude and and mean to other people. They are. And they don't even and some of them don't even think it's uh, it's a big thing, really. They don't they don't think it's a big deal. And we hope that they get punished when they die for that. Oh, my goodness. Well, I would hope that they would be repentant of. 
call. What if they're not? What if they're just like, I don't care if I'm going to hell. I'm really happy I was rude to those people. Well, they may be they may be getting their wishes, Bubs. Oh, good. My goodness. <laughs> well, you got a very sick and twisted sense of humor. I don't think so, babe. Yeah, you do. Pretty morbid. Maybe I do. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say your sister's humor was more dark than yours? I don't think yours. it's more dark than mine. Mine's pretty dark, but hers is definitely darker than yours. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some stuff to where, you know, my cut, it wasn't me, but this has happened to me before. But my cousin made a joke when we were all sitting around like a week ago in Hawaii where mm -hmm. it was warm, mm -hmm. you know, the warm place. Bugs. And my <laughs> sister started laughing and she's like, oh God, that's one of those jokes where I'm embarrassed to laugh at it. <laughs> what? Okay. Wow. I'm not going to tell you the joke because quite frankly, I don't remember it. Okay. Uh, but my cousin has a very dark sense of humor. And you made that one joke about suicide and, and she was laughing at it and she felt guilty for laughing at it. Oh, that was that was so long ago, babes. I was my nephew's age when that happened. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, my cousin has a really dark sense of humor. I'm sure. Yeah, this is the one with the bum fights idea. Wow. Not for bum fights, but his own take on it that we've talked about. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned it here, have we? Yes, I think we did. Okay. I think we either did mention it here or it was mentioned privately. And privately, the first time I saw you, you got a little bit upset with me for repeating my cousin's idea. I just think it's disgusting. Someone could really get killed with that. I do too. One, he never did the idea. It just remained a thought in his head. It is very sadistic. Yes. It's very sadistic, Bubs. But you can laugh at an idea. I think it's, I I don't think it's worth laughing at, Bubs. So do you not have any impure thoughts, babes? Everybody has impure thoughts, even if they don't admit it. Okay, okay. That's I fair. think, you know, some people have impure thoughts about revenge and they don't act on it, but they yeah. realize, ooh, this is not good. And you've had those thoughts. Well, I mean, if somebody makes me upset or has made me upset, yes, I've thought about that, but I never would have gone out and um actually acted on those thoughts no 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 i mean listen we're not gonna expose all of our impure thoughts yeah but by the same token and i and i don't think that people should act on them at least not the ones that are like highly I mean, illegal but <clears throat> i mean if i really want to be honest there are times where you know i thought about uh i thought well what would happen if this person waded out into the water up to their eyebrows Found a sandbar and sat on it for a while and rested. You know, <laughs> that's the weirdest impure thought. That is that. I mean, you know, you're basically you're basically wanting someone to drown in the in the sea, right? It's it's people people are wired to think that initially when they get really hurt by somebody, right? So, but my my whole thing is this: we don't have to go over the impure thoughts now, but it's okay to have impure thoughts if you don't dwell on them. But why isn't it? Why is it wrong to laugh at impure thoughts? I like, think it, I like think, my cousin's idea. I think to me, it just encourages it more mm. because you you have these thoughts, and it's like, well, this is horrible. Like, like for example, if a woman has a thought about killing her baby, yeah, because she's she's postpartum. I don't think it's something to laugh at because you're you're thinking about killing your own your own baby, your own child, or somebody else's child. 
If you don't do it, I think you can laugh at it. Yeah, but I don't think it's funny. And I'm also saying that as somebody who doesn't No, but but I don't think it's funny at all. Oh. I don't think I don't think anything that involves murdering somebody else is funny to me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Even if you're not act even if you're really not gonna do it. No, I don't think it's funny. Wow. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's fun to think about murderous things. I don't think it's fun. I mean, it, it, I mean, if you're if you're angry at someone, I don't really think it's fun to think about vengeful thoughts. I mean, maybe at the time it comes into your head, but it's like that's ridiculous. I'm not even going to go out and do that. Okay, so we got on this topic because my cousin's idea, which by the way had nothing to do with murder, it was more of like a, a, a prank. So can you laugh at an idea for a sick prank if you're not going to do it? I, I, I just don't, I just think it's, it encourages it. Wow. Okay. I do. I do. You have it in your mind now. You're laughing at it. It's, you're close to doing it even though you don't want to do it. I think mm. it's entertaining it. I think it's entertaining this thought. Instead of saying, I'm not going to think that, I think it's destructive. You're laughing at it and so you're entertaining the idea. There's a difference. I think it's a very human thing. It's a human thing, but humans don't have to react like that either. I got to ask you a question that something tells me I'm really not going to like the answer to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Depends on what it is. Well, we're going to go there, babes. So you believe in Jesus and that when you die, you're going to be judged for your actions, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be judged for your thoughts that you never acted on? It's possible. Really? It's possible, you know, because he knows our, I believe he does know our thoughts. Um, But I don't know which thoughts that I would be thinking about. I don't know. I mean, he might ask, well, why, why did you think that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. He might ask that. I don't know. I can't tell you the questions he's going to ask me. But I would imagine that, you know, if he knows what I think about in my head, um, then it's possible. So I, I can't really say a definite yes or no. Oh, oh. Well, why would God ask you, why did you think that if he already knows the answer? Um, well, I mean, the way that I see it is, and I don't know how the judge, I don't know how a judgment is going to go for both saved and unsaved people as far as the process is, right? He could have this like computer where he downloads a person's life and looks at everything that they've done uh, to glorify him or not, right? But I I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't think God would need a computer, babes. It's just a thought, Bubs. I don't know. I mean, people have imagined that, oh, what if he has this, like, whole uh, hard drive of, of your life and my life? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen. But wouldn't it just be, like, in God's head, for lack of a better term? Like, why would he need a computer? No, it's just a thought, Bubs. Okay. I don't know how it's going to work. Okay. People have thought about it, like, it's going to be, like, our lives are going to be, like, this thing that is downloaded now, and 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 keep in mind they're thinking in modern terms. So yeah. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't, you know, I don't. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, well, I know how it's going to happen. Uh, you know, maybe I won't make that joke. No. Okay. No. I don't know how it's going to happen. That was a lead up to a joke that I'm abandoning. Yeah, I think you should. Yes. If 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 you know what's good for you. Oh, <laughs> we're not allowed to joke about the afterlife here. 
Well, it depends on what the joke is. Okay. If it's a really funny joke, but it's not so morbid. Uh oh. Maybe. Uh oh. Well, I hope you get in, babes. Oh I hope goodness. you've been saved. I don't know that you have, but I have. Both. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm, I'm praying for you, babes. What? Oh, stop it! You're mocking again. I'm not doing that again. Bubs. What? You always do all. I the... love you, babes. You I always... want you to be saved. You always do. You don't even know what being saved is. Means you're uh, going to go to heaven that, and hang out with me. That's and God. not what it means, bubs. Oh. What See, you mean? don't even know what it means. I'll explain it to you in a different episode. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what it means. <laughs> well, just because I've I've got something going on at twelve, uh, ten. Okay. And one. <laughs> yes. But your thing at ten is only for like five minutes. It's about five minutes. I know. Why can't you just text with the person if it's going to be that short? Well, we just we just want to check in with each other. That's what we agreed with. Okay. All right, honey. That's what we agreed. To okay, honey. To do, bubs. Okay, honey. Mm. All right. Yes. Maybe I'll walk in in the middle of it. Say, mm. babes, you know where my pants are. Bubs, no. All right, give me a kiss. No. All right, I'll gonna... tell you what, if you give me a kiss right now, I won't do that. What? I won't do that. Anymore. But if you give me a kiss, I actually won't do that. Are you sure? I don't think I'll do Bubs. that. Bubs. No, give me a kiss. Well, the reason why you shouldn't do that is because it would be rude. Thank you, babes. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh my goodness, you're ordering this morning, but No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm just saying it how it is. You'll own me all the time. Oh, what else? <laughs> I love you, babes. I love you, bubby. You be good or treats for you. Okay, okay. Or, treat, or treats for me. If no, I'm no, not no, 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 no. If you're not good, no treats for you. Okay, well, I'm going to get all the treats because I'm the never not good one. <laughs> No, we're going to share them. We're going to share them because I share with. We I'm still the, have some fudge we have to get. We have to. I know. I was it. trying to get to it yesterday. Like, yeah, Bob. Yeah, 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 Bob. I was trying to get to this this morning. I, like, yeah, yeah. I know, but we. So we, I am aware I, that we have a meat. We have enough. We have enough fudge today. Yeah, I'm wondering if you're aware of it, but I know it for sure. Bob, I put it in the fridge. Nice. Bob. Right, no. I love you, babes. Ah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I do. I do. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, Bob. I keep telling you, babes, what to do with me. Take everything I say as the gospel truth. And you know I'm not going to do that. So, well, I told you what to do. <laughs> Whether you want to do it or not, that's your choice. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. We're, we have like 20 minutes left, but maybe we should get to the movie. Yes, we do. The yeah. King the of King, New York. The King in New York. Starring Charlie Chaplin. I've never seen... Any of his films because he is a silent film star. But this was made later in his career. Yeah, 1957. And I know he kept making silent movies until late into his life. Mm -hmm. But basic premise is, you want to give it? The basic premise is that um, King, I think it's pronounced Shadoff, is exiled from his country. So he has to stay in America for a while He's married to the queen, but it, it it's funny how their marriage kind of ends. Yeah, it's a marriage of convenience. <laughs> it's a marriage of convenience. So she moves to Paris, and she actually seems like a nice lady. And she's super rich. And she's super rich, and she moves to Paris, um, and they wish each other the best. Well, meanwhile, he's asked to go to um, this woman's house, who's, I think her name is Mrs. Cromwell, and... 
they're expecting him, but the, the person who's really expecting him is this actress named Anne Kay. But what the king doesn't know is that the whole entire party is being broadcasted. <laughs> yeah, and there's a really funny scene where they're at the dinner table and he's trying to talk to this lady, but she's treating it like an ad. Yeah, like oxytone toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, and there was another one before that. I forgot what it was. It was, um, oh, it was like a, a deodorant. I thought that was a great that scene. That was so funny. He's like, why, why do we, why, what's going on here? And he's thinking that she's like totally weird. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the announcer's like, and now back to Anne Kay's surprise party. But he doesn't know that this is broadcast until he gets home. And the king is having financial difficulties. Yep. Based on the party, your highness starts getting all these offers to do commercials. And yep. finally, he relents and becomes like a spokesman for Crown Liquor, I think. Uh, Royal Royal Crown Whiskey, which he tasted it and thought it was the most horrible thing he ever had. And this was back when commercials were live on TV. And then the cheese. Yeah. And he becomes a spokesman. Then he goes to the school, meets a kid. They have a debate on communism. But the king kind of ends up taking the kid under his wing. Because the kid runs away from school his clothes are really wet, and he's like, I'm not going to let you go. Uh, I'm not going to let him go back until his clothes are at least dry. And then he finds out that this kid's parents are in some trouble for being communists. They were communists in the in um, the early uh, 40s. Yeah. And they have a trial about it. Yeah. This is a, a fun movie. This <laughs> is a really funny movie. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of um, really funny things happen. Like, um, there's a, was it the audience, I think, that was in the courtroom or whatever, and well, yeah, with the people in the courtroom, he had his finger stuck, Charlie Chaplin, in a hose that yeah. was on an elevator. They break the hose off, and then the fireman connected to another one, and they burst out his finger with all this water, and it sprays <laughs> over the people on this committee. <laughs> yeah. It was a funny movie. <laughs> it was. I mean, I would say normally this, I want to see more Charlie Chaplin films, yeah. but because most of them were silent. Yeah, and he didn't want to see it at first. But well, I, I didn't want to see it because I had heard that he only made silent films and that he was so rich yeah. that even after, even like his last movies, he could demand to only make silent films. Yes. But that could have just been an urban legend. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know he liked him young in real life, but he did make this movie, which was pretty good. He liked who young? He liked him young, the ladies. Oh. Like, I think he was with a 14-year-old at one point. Oh, my. Yeah. And he was, like, super old. I could have that wrong, but it's something crazy. Oh. Here's a trivia question about him. What's that? Do you know when he died? Uh, we looked that up. It was on somebody's birthday. I know the birthday, by the way. Uh, your friend's birthday. No. <laughs> no? No. Okay. I know it's in January, right? I didn't say it was in January. Okay, when was it? It was my birthday. Oh, oh. I thought it was I thought it was the day before. No, it was like December twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-seven, I wanna say. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought we talked about it yesterday, but I completely forgot. We talked about some other dude who died. Oh, that was a different person. I don't remember who that was. Because we talk about death so much. I wanted to go down. A Joyce Randolph death rabbit hole with you. And I said, you're kidding, right? And I was not kidding. But it's also, there's not a lot of uh, YouTube videos about her passing. No, right now, because so. it just happened like 
on Saturday, apparently. Yeah, and she's a television legend. You would think that there would be more stuff on it. Oh, yeah. You know, I know The Honeymooners was like 70 years ago almost, but still. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yes. And uh, and and uh, Ralph and Alice were older than our own parents. I know. Yes. Let's talk about The Honeymooners. So we saw like three episodes last night. Yes. And, and uh, all of them were pretty good, especially the... Um, the last one. The last one wasn't funny, but it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. But before we saw the last one, yeah. where were some leading up to that? I'll, I'll tell you, the first one we watched, I, I, I like how I asked you, and then I jump in. <laughs> this dude moves into the building. and Carlos Sanchez. Yeah. He's gay, but they don't know that. Well, I didn't think. Uh, well, okay, maybe, maybe if I thought of it a little bit more, yes. He's a hot single dude in his forties who keeps talking about how he's searching for love, and, and he's, he's a dancer, a and he's and yep. he's a dancer. Yep. And dressed well. Yeah. They were implying that he was gay, but they couldn't say it back then. Well, That's my opinion. I didn't think he was. I think I, you know, initially I thought, well, maybe this guy is so good looking that he's going to take all of our women. Well, that's what they were thinking. Yeah. Right. Um, and they just, they could not say that in 1950s TV, no matter how, you know, revolutionary or popular the show was. Mm -hmm. But he was gay. Mm -hmm. But he moves in next door and the women fall in love with him. You mean metaphorically speaking. Right? They do. They do them. They um, learn how to do the mambo in Alice's apartment when Ralph is gone. And Ralph comes home and basically yells at everybody and kicks everyone out and yelling at Norton about this guy is having an influence over our wives. He comes, uh, what's the dude's name? Carlos. Carlos comes back in and, you know, Jackie Gleason tells him what's up and he says, okay, I won't bother your woman anymore, but I just want to say that uh, I'm curious, why do you guys not do the little things for your women? And Gleason says it would be too much work and Carney backs him up and then he says, you know, if I had the love of my wife, Life, life i would do anything i could to make her happy and then yeah. jackie gleason starts to think about it and he's like well maybe carlos is right about this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they start being really nice to their women he's trying to make alice breakfast but he's uh, horrible on sunday morning and he puts too much he puts milk in the oatmeal which you don't do i've never made oatmeal but i'll take your word for no, it no you're supposed to put milk in in cold cereal not milk in oatmeal nice <laughs> that sounds gross it does <laughs> and finally Trixie and Alice tell uh, Ralph and uh, Ed yeah, yeah. that they like things the way they were. So Ed yells at his wife and they go upstairs to presumably, you know, have a little adult fun. We don't know that. It's implied, though. It is implied. How is it implied? Uh, by how happy Trixie looks to have her man back. Okay. I Hi. got the feeling that Trixie was about to... Uh, I don't know, but you have that on your mind a lot. Give her man a good time. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then, but Ralph was like, honey, are you really sure you want me to go back to the way I was before? <laughs> she's like, yes, Ralph, I do. And he's like, you really you really want that, honey? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and then he just blows up at her and says, all right, I want you to remember one thing. I am the king of this house and you are my servant. You are the peasant. You are the peasant of this house. And it ends with her just like being so happy that he would <laughs> You would never get away with that today. No, you wouldn't. 
and the woman wouldn't be happy. Yeah, I mean, there's always like the sitcom trope, which is the man tries overly hard to change, and then the woman tells him not to, and then he goes just goes back to the way he was. Yeah, but it's not like this extreme to where he just goes off on her and tells her that she's nothing except there to serve him. (laughs) Yeah, I like this episode. Oh my goodness, I thought it was fun. I I know that they were all doing this in jest, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you would hope that those those two guys wouldn't. I mean, if they were married, they wouldn't have done that to their wives. But you know, right? Uh, I think Jackie Gleason was married like a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. So maybe you didn't do it. <laughs> but Ralph and Alice are such a great couple together. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're great. And then, and then the second one was funny too. I love the second one because Alice was trying to plan something for. Uh, Ralph's birthday, but didn't want Ralph to find out, and <laughs> and <clears throat> he finds a list of things. Okay, uh, buy this and ice cream, and write happy birthday, Ralph. And I like what Norton says, where he's like, "Well, Ralph, you don't have to worry about uh, being surprised because your name's not on the invite list." <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, initially I'm like, okay, that's a really dumb comment, but that's really hilarious, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ralph says, okay, well, I can't tell Alice, so I'm just going to act surprised when I come home. What happens then is she goes to some de- department store and they agree to remake their entire apartment for free in exchange for some advertising. So she moves the party to the next night. And it's on his birthday. <laughs> the decorating is on his birthday. The decorating is going to be the next morning. Yeah, the next morning, yeah. And he comes home. She rushes him out the door. He thinks that something's up. Him and Norton hide outside the balcony. The guy comes over <laughs> to the house. They talk for a minute, meaning Alice and the guy. Then Ralph comes in and explodes at him. He runs outside of the place, and she explains what's up. And and the way that he was talking to the 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 decorator is like, well, you know, you know, he, Ralph's got some old fashioned ideas. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> it really could have sounded like they were having an affair. Yeah. It's like, does your husband know that I'm here? <laughs> well, you know, I really would like to have your husband's approval. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Yes. <laughs> and and then she, you know, she puts Ralph in his place and he's like, I'm really sorry I did it again. Or whatever he said. Yeah. And then the last <laughs> episode, which it, Again, wasn't really funny, but it was no, really good. It was very good, yeah. <clears throat> um, Norton decides to apply to be the head of the sewers, right? The the sewer inspector. inspector. Yeah. And he tells Ralph, you know, I got this application for you, so you could apply to, for a better position in transit. He doesn't want to do it at first. Yeah, the head of the transit authority. This yeah. old couple comes by and explains that they lived in the same apartment as Ralph and Alice. 40 years ago after they got married and the place hasn't changed a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look around and when Alice and the old guy's wife are in the other room, Ralph talks to him and says, how did you become successful? Because it turns out that the old guy made these donuts that Al- Ralph liked. And he said, "Yep, I really looked at myself objectively and I made some notes and then, you know, I worked to better myself. So Ralph does the same thing. And he starts to improve. He applied for the job and he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And Alice says, I don't want to see that old Ralph crammed him back here again just because you had one failure. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure that the next episode they're going to go back to it because this is still a 50s sitcom. Yeah. But still, this episode was really well done. Yeah. And, and I liked what 
what Ralph, because Ralph is feeling really discouraged. Yeah. And he's like, every time I try to hit that high note or every time I try to. Oh, yeah, because there's a whole thing with like a tuba. No, it was a cornet. Cornet, that's I'm a, sorry. That's a type of trumpet. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and every time he's tried to, you know, every time I tried to hit that high note, I never get it. And then Alice is like, well, you know, you just, you don't just try it once. You keep on trying until you get it. Yep. And and she says, and if that old, and if that old Ralph Cramden, like, I love the new Ralph Cramden. And if that old Ralph Cramden comes back, well, you, you tell him to just stay away. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I did hit that high note once on the day when we got married. Aww. And then he hits it in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, he played in real life, so. Yeah. So yeah. he was probably just pretending that he didn't know how to play it. <laughs> Aw. I'm glad you're starting to dig this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And it's different. Yeah. Mm. Even It's even different from a lot of the shows that imitated it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like um, the dynamic with um, with um, Ed and Ralph. Yeah, they're just like there's one guy that's pretty smart, but kind of uh, messes things up. Still, kind of messes things up, and then there's the other one that's dumb but likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he works. He works in a sewer plant. <laughs> well, no, he worked in the sewer. I mean, in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like he, he actually enjoys it. It's yeah. just funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so funny. I don't know. <laughs> I think Art Carney did a song called Song of the Sewer. Wow. I guess maybe it's a tribute to uh, Ed Norton. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is like 9.52. Yeah. I know we got to wrap up here. Is there anything else you want to say about the Honeymooners or about your buddy Joyce Randolph? Your bud. She's not my bud. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about this old lady, but she was great as a Trixie Norton. Yeah, she might have been a horrible racist in real life. I don't know that she was. She may not have been. She may not have been. Uh, and, and, and and maybe, you know, maybe Audrey Meadows might have been a nice lady. Yeah, Audrey Meadows wrote a book. Okay. Did you read it? I read it years ago, but it's on Bard, I think. Did she enjoy her time as Alice Cramden? She did, but she almost didn't get cast in the show. She claims, if I remember right, in the book, it's because she was too good looking. Really? I don't know if that's the truth. She was good looking for somebody of that era. Yeah. Uh, it might have been. I, I just don't know. But wow. that was her claim in the book. Interesting. Yeah. Good looking, huh? But I thought they would want those good looking women for leading ladies. Well, but Jackie Gleason thought that she was too good looking to be believable oh. as the wife of this poor guy. At least according to her. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Who are they going to cast? I don't know if they even got that far. Wow. Yeah. Well, they did a really good job at casting the the um, actors for that sitcom. They did. They, really they did good. a great job. Well, because it started off, I believe, on the Cavalcade of Stars. Jackie Gleason had the show before the Honeymooners, and the Honeymooners was a spinoff of it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that like a variety show or something? Yes. Cavalcade of Stars. And I've never watched it. Okay. Yeah. But it was. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Well, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, No, I don't think so. I'm glad it's finally starting to warm up gradually in my living room, though. <laughs> me too. Yeah. All right, J-Lo. Maybe okay. Maybe give me a kiss. Okay. Thank you for being the good boy. Good.
<laughs> Would you like to thank me for being the good boy? No. Okay. But thank you for an entertaining podcast episode. You're welcome, babes. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, bye for now. Bye, bye. bye, -bye.